When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What you need to know? Is that Inter Miami scored without Messi? After- I lit- I literally just said to Laura, I said I'm getting off Inter Miami. They're not doing they anything. Did. 45 minutes of nonsense, and the women are coming on, and the Dodgers are on. And sure enough, you came back. It's like, oh my god, they scored, dude. Great. They scored without Messi in the 44th minute, and uh, you know, Cruz Azul was dominating early with the shots on goal. So now they're trailing before Messi even gets on the pitch. But anyway, Laura, what do you have in what you need to know? Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Well, you know, we are good and big fans of Taco Bell here. And they have actually asked their fans to choose new sauce package for uh, oh. catchphrases. I love the little catch uh, catchphrases that you get at Taco Bell. Like, I remember Tyler and I were talking that they used to have, like, pickup lines back in the day. Those were the best. So I'm <laughs> all for that. So if you're a Taco Bell Rewards member, you can go ahead and... Go into the poll that they have, and you have until July 23 to vote for these. And some of them are entering my blank era, what's your at, which I love because, you know, when you give it to somebody, you can exchange at handles. If you won't, I will, are some of the new release phrases that are up there for grabs for you to vote. So if you guys are a Taco Bell Rewards member, you guys can go ahead and vote for those new catchphrases. There you go. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Just the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Also, what you need to know is that Mrs. Sedano has hooked your boy up with a big salad with some nice grilled chicken protein. A little Caesar salad. Shout out, Kelly. Very nice. This is why why we stay home on Fridays, because that's that's lovely. (laughs) I do have a question for the boys in here. If you guys could come up with a catchphrase to put on the sauce package, what would it be? (laughs) Um, so what's Candela. funny cleanly, that, cleanly, por favor. In, op- yeah. in opposition to what you said, uh, for, for a long time, my mantra online was never at me. <laughs> like, you do not want this smoke. I will blow you mm. up in front of everybody. And I feel like I would put that on there just to keep people out of my face. Never That's at me. Not, I like that. Yeah. Like it was, that. It was, that was a big part of my identity for a long time on the bird. There what you about go? you, Sedano? Candela, he fire. Kinda, Let's go. Yeah, I mean, it like feels like it works for uh Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. I like that. My brain is not going to appropriate things, so I'm going to abstain (laughs) from contributing. Well, I something along the lines of the contents inside are delicious. Oh, you know what? That's Mm. really good. That's actually. I think you might have nailed it without even the something along the lines of you just that. You stick with that first go. Are you back on this soccer match? By the way, I mean, I'm on the I'm on the U.S. We got it on here. It looks like Trinity Rodman is down early. I this just they just good. showed the replay of the goal and what they and they did like a I guess like a drone view from the stadium when they scored the goal fireworks shot out of uh, the entire stadium like this Incredible. is insane I've never seen this before and it's we have a re- we have a legit development in this game that oh man 
Rodman is coming off, and Megan Rapino is warming up. Oh, okay. Not good. Is tough because she's supposed to be on limited minutes. Could you imagine if Mason would have actually bet all this stuff and this thing goes south in a way that, I mean, it, that <laughs> no one would have ever imagined? I mean, zeroed out both of their mythical money accounts? Oh, my God. That would have been insane. I mean, not that it'll get to that, but nonetheless. Uh, but if we would have done the goal um, line, then that would have been potentially a, a problem for him, sure. Right. She's uh, walking off right. on her own power. Okay. Anyway. Okay, good. Um, so, continuing with athletes on Instagram and we decipher what they say. Uh, young Caleb Williams, okay? Young Caleb Williams decided to post a picture of Allegiant Stadium today on his Instagram. Oh. No caption, no nothing, just Allegiant Stadium. Now, granted, Pac-12 Media Days today in Las Vegas. Caleb spoke. He was there. Uh, Lincoln Riley was there. All the coaches were there. I actually watched it online most of it today. I was in and out okay. on it, but I watched most of it online. Seems like I the don't vibe have the... at Pac-12 Media Day is a little awkward these days. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, let's start with that before I get to the Caleb stuff and the reckless speculation of Caleb Williams. Right. But George Kliokov, the commissioner of the Pac-12, trying to talk about the – non-deal deal that he doesn't have at the moment for his rights deal <laughs> right. and trying to sidestep it while also trying to seem assertive like oh you know you know we, we're not going to talk about it on purpose because we want to stick up we want to stick to football you know and we don't want to you know basically alluding that it was done and then people followed up and he's like well let's not get ahead of ourselves I'm like well what is it bro like you know what i'm saying yeah. like you're the commissioner dog like how about you be like assertive in a way that people understand where you're going and not leave it open to interpretation. I have a legit question here, George, and maybe this is because I don't know enough about the broadcast rights um, landscape as I should, but I have a pretty good idea. Why exactly don't we, as by we, I mean the four letter and Mickey Mouse have the Pac-12? Like why, why don't well, they we did. just we did. sell Currently out to we the do. biggest? Okay. C currently so we do. So okay. the, the, this deal ends after this season, okay? Okay. And what hap what happened was is that them and the Big 12 were coming up at the same time, okay? Right. And all things changed for everyone because we share it. We share the Pac-12 with Fox, okay? Okay. ESPN and Fox shares the, the Pac-12. And, you know, it's kind of like they they just pick games, right? Like they, right. You know, they it's do sort it of like, like NBA. It's sort of like us and TNT. Correct. We draw straws, right? Or we right. circle games we want and we trade them for games, whatever. Right. So there's a discussion about the games. So when UCLA and USC leave to the Big Ten and the Big Ten leaves, all of a sudden, if you're ESPN and Fox, for that matter, who also already has the Big Ten, um, you're like, well, wait a second. Those rights are not worth as much without the two LA teams. <laughs> like, oh, like this, yeah. this, this, this money we were going to give you is no longer the same money. The math ain't mathin', yeah. Right, because you have lost the second largest market in the country. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, and by the way, USC being the crown jewel of that conference in a so, big way for, for football, you know what I'm saying? So, which is the driver of all of this, if we're being right. honest. So, that's where huh. this thing went south. And then, instead, what the difference between the Big 12 and the Pac-12 was that uh, Brett Yormark who was who's worked in sports for a long time he was once actually interestingly enough no michael yormark i believe his brother 
was the Florida Panthers and then Brooklyn Nets president at one point. Michael Yormark worked with Jay-Z at Rock Nation. Uh, or Brett Yormark worked at Rock Nation. He is um, currently the Big 12 commissioner, okay? How about that? And so, so this guy and his brother um, have worked for, you know, big organizations – Big conglomerates, et cetera, et cetera, right? And, and you know, one of them worked for Jay-Z and Rock Nation, which is still a big brand, et cetera. So what your mark did from the Big 12 was like, oh, wait a second. I, if they're going to start trying to figure out what the math is going to be for the Pac-12, I just need to make a deal right away, okay? Right. Like, I need to just get my conference a deal quickly and not be the last person without a, a seat at the table, right? Like if it's, uh, what's that game with this, where they take the seats out? Um, musical chairs. Musical chairs, right. Yes, so of course, <laughs> duh. Um, so like, I don't want to be the one left without a seat, right? So he did that, and then the Pac-12 was the one left without a seat, okay? That's so that's where we're at, because the Big 12 swooped in and said, we'll take a, what, whatever you think is a fair deal, we'll take, which, by the way, ended up being a pretty fair deal for them, um, and more than what most people think the Pac-12 is going to get. Right. So that's why we're in the situation we're in with okay. the Pac-12. Now, speculating on Caleb now. Thank you for breaking that down. Correct. He's so now they're in, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Right. He takes a photo of Allegiant Stadium, and Raider fans are all excited, which I don't blame them. I would be excited, too. I think he's going – he is the closest thing. Now, I've done several of his games, okay? Mm-hmm. At that age, at 19 last year, he was the closest thing I've ever seen to Patrick Mahomes. And I will say this. I will add this caveat. Now, it doesn't mean he would be better than Patrick Mahomes. But at 19 years old, he was better than Patrick Mahomes was. Okay. okay? So I will say it like that. Does not mean that, you know, that A plus B equals C, though. You know what I'm saying? As we all know. Transitive property uh, is not there right now. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So, but he's incredible. Okay. In my opinion. Like, he's got the arm strength, throws it at different angles, has the incredible mobility. He's almost like a point guard out there at quarterback. It's wild when you watch him play. I will also say this. Caleb is from the district. I'm familiar with his high school career. He's a guy that is – he comes from the conference of – the Conference of Champions, as they call it, um, you know, back there. And it's it's, it's interesting because he, to me – is a very kind of fulcrum player when we think about who is going to directly benefit from the NIL collectives, who is definitely still going to be a pro, and who is also still at a big-time school. Like, he's an example of what we thought of, the person who could potentially be the face of whatever and what they'll turn into – and he's him, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out over this season because he's not I'm saying he's some big ego kid, not even remotely. But if you're in no. a situation where you're getting paid that much as the quarterback of USC, the only thing that's keeping things under wraps is the fact that his coach is getting paid a gazillion dollars more, which is, an, which is a dynamic that not a lot of coaches, you know, necessarily an advantage they don't even necessarily have. Like this team is, is going to be quite fascinating to watch, I think, this upcoming season. A hundred percent. So – I, I think he's the type of player you tank for, okay? So And remember okay. there was a story. Oh, I do. I think he's that good, okay? So I, I think he's the best player in college football. Like, I, I, I've even tweeted this, and this was a hot take last year, and people either loved it or hated it, okay? Like, it was that one of those hot, hot one, hot, hot, hot one, okay? And I said he's the best college football quarterback I've ever laid my eyes on in person. Like, that I – that I have never seen a college football quarterback play like he plays, okay? okay. Uh, especially when you consider the fact he's only ni- he was only 19 years old last year. Right. Um, so 
I, like, I know he had, I think it was in GQ, he said, if, you know, they asked him if you could play for one team in the NFL, what would it be? He said the Dolphins. Clearly, that's not going to happen unless, well, I guess if Tua got hurt the whole season and they'd be bad, then maybe. You know what I'm saying? But I doubt sure. that that will be the case. Um, so, to me, there are only two teams that I think he can go to. Now, clearly, one of them is the Washington Commanders, soon to be named potentially something else, as we discussed to begin the show, <laughs> um, which is a home home for him, right? Which yeah. would be, I guess would be fine. Exactly. But the this picture makes me think, because I said a few months ago that the when the schedule came, I said the Raiders should tank for Caleb Williams, okay? Right. Like that to me seems Raiders, okay? Sure. He he's a, if you're the Raiders, okay, and you play in the division with Patrick Mahomes, with Herbert, and you know we'll see what Sean Payton's able to do if he can resurrect Russell Wilson's career, right? But nonetheless, okay, just on resume alone, Russell Wilson, even Sands last year being terrible, historically a good, a very good quarterback to great quarterback, okay? Right. And you have the best quarterback in the league and a top five guy perhaps in in your division as well uh, in Justin Herbert. So you need to go and get a guy like that, okay? Sure. To be able to have a future in that division because two of those guys are still really young in Mahomes and Herbert. Well, so you have to compete. But I, yeah. it was it, it was met with some resistance from some of the NFL types that all oh, the Raiders are too good to tank and I'm like, "Really? Are they though?" Too good to like, tank. Like I I, I don't I, Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt all the time. Um, their defense was okay. Their pass rush was good, but the rest of their defense was not good. Yes, they have Devontae Adams, but, you know, like, so what? Like, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt, I could, you know, Devontae Adams, is he going to want to keep playing? Like, should they? I, I think they should tank for Caleb, basically, is my point. Okay, so, let me, let me, let me ask you Washington, this. Because Washington is going to be the worst team in the league. The, in my yeah, they're, they're, well, don't ask me to count them. She thinks their defense is really good. But let me ask you this. And this is sort of a separate question why I brought up all that other stuff. And this might be a larger discussion. Not that we have a time to have it today. But, like, again, this kid is going to be a multimillionaire by the time he gets out of college. What's right. to stop him from getting drafted and just saying, guess what? I'm playing for the Raiders. That's all there is going to be to it. Like, Oh, is this I, potentially a John Elway or an Eli Manning situation on hand, and not in a nefarious way, just in a the leverage has changed now between teams drafting and players trying to play. If you're that good, you've got that kind of hardware, and you got that kind of cash. Let, let's do that in the last segment coming up. Sure. By the way, don't miss Angels baseball this weekend on 710 ESPN. Angels uh, opening up a three-game series against the Pirates starting tonight at 630. We're going we're gonna to be ending uh, shortly here. Uh, after our show so and then tomorrow night 6 p.m sunday afternoon at one here angels baseball here on 710 espn let's continue this caleb williams discussion on the other side back in two minutes now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Anejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish shaken strained poured it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thank you, Chris. So I actually wanted to play this song for you guys because it dropped yesterday by Travis Scott. I'm trying to let it play out. It has Benito in it, Travis Scott, and The Weeknd. Yeah. So I'm like, this is going to be a banger. It's called Cake Pop. I wanted to talk about it yesterday for my rejoin, but the song didn't drop till after our show. (laughs) So I was like, you know, I kind of can't do that. I got to wait a little bit. But since we're talking about dropping new things, you guys know that I have a podcast that dropped like two weeks ago, but I actually haven't received, like, posted an actual episode with a guest. And this Monday, I'm actually going to drop it. Kirk Morrison jumped on the podcast. Hey. You know, yeah. Like, I <laughs> I was actually a little bit surprised that he was, like, so down to do it because it's not a sports podcast. It's, like, a life, you know, lifestyle kind of podcast. Yeah. So, shout out to Kirk. He's going to be on my podcast this Monday. So, make sure That's you guys nice. follow Kirk? me. Wait Kirk, step up, man. Kirk was really funny when he played first base in the All-Star game. So oh, he's I, hilarious. You know, you know how it is when you get to first, you talk to the first baseman. Um, and he got up there and he said, he started imitating me. He goes, hey, ESPN LA, Clinton Yates, what you got to say for the ESPN? <laughs> I was like, yo. He's like, he was just complimenting. He was like, you're really good at that. It seemed like a natural, but he kept That's doing great. it. It was really funny, man. I love Kirk. That's a good yeah. dude. Yeah, he's By a good the way, dude. shout out Sophia Smith, who just scored for uh, the yep. U.S. Women's National Team. In her debut, if you will. There so, you go. Yeah, it's good stuff. So they're up 1-0, as they like to say. Uh, let's keep this Caleb Williams conversation going because I feel sure. like you have entered a – You Clinton Yates has entered the chat in a different well, this is, Yeah, here. I mean, this okay. is why I brought it up, to be fair. And so what we were talking about was Caleb Williams posting a picture on Instagram and can we glean anything from that sort of cryptic post, which athletes are wont to do these days. And I brought up the fact that we've never really seen a player like this in what I'll just call, George, our era of leverage – from student-athletes, got money, got hardware, got the fame, got the platform. What's to say he doesn't just name his team coming out of college when he's eligible? Right, and he he does – so he takes the John Elway, Eli Manning model to a different level. Right, exactly, to a more proactive sort of worker, you know, kind of rights kind of thing, which is screw the draft. You know what I'm saying? I don't need the money. How about I just negotiate with teams on my own because I can. Why not? You know, what are you going to do? Buying me from the league? If he the- wrecked the draft, I would be all for it. It would uh, be completely. insane, and I would love every second of it. Yeah. I just think it's an interesting thing in general, too, now, because I think if we're being earnest about what the real problem is for what the league would have to deal with with NIL and not just what the colleges have to deal with, that's it. If kids have the money to make choices because they don't, they're not, you know, their lives aren't changed by whatever their rookie contract is going to be or that signing bonus is going to be. And not to say that's not a lot of money. Don't get on my back here. My point is, though, relative to what they're doing versus what they could get, NIL, the biggest thing to go away from it might just be multiple rounds of the draft because it's right. just not worth kids' time to screw around with the whims of one particular team when they could just say, how about I take my own money and I go home until so you guys decide you want to let me play for you, you know? It's an interesting right. concept. Right. Just basically go the free agent route. Right. You know, name your team. And, like, again, I don't know what's to stop anybody from doing that outside of just wanting to be the pomp, part of the pomp and circumstance of the draft because that works for the NFL. You know, it's, it's once, once you enter that notion in my mind about, oh, right, 
there are certain teams that really want him. But, I mean, how much money do we think total he's going to have made coming out of college? Like, do we have a number for that? I imagine it is We don't, than- but I'm assuming it's going to be in the seven-figure range. As in, yeah, but I mean, like double-digit seven figures. You think he can make ten million dollars before he gets out of college? I don't know if it's eight figures. I don't know if it's eight figures. Okay, but I mean, no. I would say I would feel comfortable saying somewhere in the seven-figure range. Okay, because it seems to me, I mean, you know, you look at people like Angel Reese who are making big money, dog. And I'm not just saying, you know, seven figures. Like th- those people, those athletes are going to be. It's if Caleb Williams really wanted to. I feel like he could make a ton of money. I'm thinking about Caitlin Clark as well. People who are saying, I'm not going to the WNBA. I make way more money in college. You know, it's an interesting, right. it's a very interesting dynamic at this point. Yeah, I, I am also a fan of anarchy um, in sports, yeah. uh, per- particularly when it's the players creating the anarchy. Uh, it also helps me. Like, I root for me in these sure. scenarios. It would be unbelievable. The talk show landscape in sports would literally be flipped on its head if Caleb Williams did what you're suggesting, which is basically like, nah, I'm not going to do the draft. I just want to negotiate as a free agent and like do the soccer style thing, basically. Yeah, no, it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea, in my opinion. I mean, and I, like, look, I don't know what I'm saying. I, I, I'm rooting for it for anarchy, but it's just it's honestly more fair. Oh, I am. Yeah, no, complete anarchy. I want it. Give it to me. Yeah, fair enough. Give it to me. Could you imagine? We'd be talking about this on Horn all day, every yeah, day it's, it's, for like months. True. That's true. That would that would be that would be a big Bertha package story for sure. Where we'd have B roll. Yeah, for that would years. be just A one. No more. Nothing else. Just A one. That one. There you go. Yeah. Unpack that one. It's true. Oh my it god! I love it. I love the idea. But nonetheless, I do feel like Raider fans have their toes tingling based on just the picture, which I think is hilarious. Um, right, because if because here's the other aspect of this. He may, now, granted, things have changed, right? Because now you've got Josh Harris and Magic Johnson involved with Washington. But there could have been a very real scenario where if that had not been the case and it he still would have been no. Daniel Snyder to be like, yeah, I know what that place is about and I ain't right. want to deal with any of that. Okay, I mean, so I'm not I'm, I'm not going there. That's for sure. And you might argue that that might have been a decision supported by the league. I mean, this is a way to get, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, these are the kinds of things yeah. that even though you have a 25-year track record of being a jerk, will get people to move things along. It's like, hey, we need our market back. We actually got good dudes that might want to play there. You know what I'm saying? Get out of town. What a big moment it was for the district yeah. this weekend. It really was. It was, uh, it was a big moment. But, yeah, Caleb, to me, I, I can't wait to see what he does in what I presume to be his final season in college football. Um, but to your point, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, because I, I think that – yeah, I saw that. Um, I think that – I think USC, if he's healthy – they are a team to be reckoned with. As we saw at the end of the season when he wasn't healthy, they uh, you know, they lost at the end the last couple right. of games. Couldn't beat Utah um, twice. They were – I mean, Utah was just tougher than that. Like, you know what team. I mean? Like, it was just – Sorry. Yeah. Utah's like the Baltimore Ravens. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. that's what – like, if I, had to, if I had to compare them to an NFL team, that's what they are. They're just like, God, I hate playing them. It's going to hurt. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is when you play them. And I feel like that brand of football, when you consider the issues that USC has on the defensive side still, right, 
And let's face it, historically, Lincoln Riley, if there's been one weakness for his teams, has been the defense because if anything, even when they have good players, the issue has been, well, they score so damn fast that those guys got to get right back on the field. Yeah. So that, that becomes a potential hurdle and a problem. But they don't have the players they need on that side of the ball to be able to say, oh, they are definitively a college football playoff team and a champion. No. And especially in a year, Clinton Yates, where I'm telling you that I believe that the Pac-12 will be a bloodbath in their last season. You can convince me that USC could be a 9-win team or a 12-win team, and I would buy any of it. So, Utah's pretty good. Um, Washington is really good. Washington is good. Okay, that's who I was thinking. I was like, who is Washington's offense, I think, is nearly, if not equally, as good as USC's. Okay, all right. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I've been spending a lot of time. And and then Oregon is always good. Sure, right. They're always in the hunt. That's what I was wondering who that who that other team was. But that's fair enough. The Huskies. But but even like the middle of the road teams, right? Like an Oregon State, they won nine ten games last year, right. and they and they did that with a bunch of dudes at quarterback. And when I tell you a <laughs> bunch of dudes, legitimately they ran through like three or four quarterbacks. Right. Okay, like, a bunch of non. Like it was not good. <laughs> a bunch of non dudes. Right. Because okay, they didn't have and, a dude. And, yeah. and they're. Right, and the reason those dudes worked is because their head coach was a former quarterback at Oregon State, for that matter. He went, <laughs> and when they beat Notre Dame many, many years ago, um, you know, in the in the Sugar Bowl, right. I mean, uh, in the Fiesta Bowl, rather, uh, he was the quarterback then. So, Jonathan Smith is a good coach. So, now they got D.J. Uyunglele, who local kid from Southern California, Clemson, didn't work out there. Like, if somebody can fix him, it might be this dude. So that's why I'm telling you, and that's always a tough place to play. So even a team that you don't consider upper echelon in the Pac-12 is going to be a team that's going to knock some teams off. Okay, that's fair. You know, I mean, I, listen, and that's, you know, do you, would you rather it be different, you know what I mean, for the last year of a conference? With no, I want it to be a bloodbath. You yeah. know, you kind of want it to be that way. So at least there's something interesting to talk about besides the fact that everybody's screwing us all up. Yeah, I know. It really does suck, though, that US, USC and UCLA are going to leave when the league is this good in football now. Yeah, no. I mean, look, I, I, I don't want to get off on a rant. We don't, I clearly don't have the time, but, like, I will I will say the demise of the Pac-12 for everybody. You guys said, oh, it's the money, and oh, it's this, and oh, it's that. They should have just, just let the football teams go. That's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. I don't care what the system is. Mm. There's no reason that – Girls playing soccer or whatever should have to be in Piscataway on a Tuesday so that we can watch Ohio State yeah, I agree. play football. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? It's ridiculous. Yes. And I, I still agree. am mad about it, and I never will not be. Anyway. Uh-oh. The man is tying his shoes. Messi's going to hit the pitch. Here we go. This is perfect. On time with the music. So there you go. <laughs> um, so if you like football, uh, you can watch Tudin right now. 464 if you got direct tv i don't know what it is on spectrum or any of the other channels uh, or the other providers but nonetheless uh messi's gonna hit the field for mls and uh, by the way on the anniversary that david beckham did it for the la galaxy tell you what fascinatingly enough i believe 16 years to the day so there you go uh clinton yates excellent work as always my brother thank you sir enjoy your weekend laura sure. and tyler great job as always thank you sir. Uh, angels baseball is up next you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you at Lunas. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.